I would be the one yawning during a podcast, but it's you this time. Yeah. Did you have a Monday? Yeah. You had a Monday? <laughs> I had a super Monday. <laughs> <laughs> I had a super Monday. Let's just say, I had such a Monday that I came home, well, I had to run to Target to pick up something, and decided to buy an entire bag of pizza rolls, <laughs> put the whole pack of 40 in the oven, and then we ate them. <laughs> <laughs> I came home and he said... I put all 40 in the oven. It's been that kind of day. <laughs> I was like, oh, oh boy. And it, which was funny because I was like, you should tweet that. And then earlier on my on my way to your place, I swallowed a bug in the car. I saw that. I photo. was trying not to throw up in my car. <laughs> like, I don't know what was happening. I guess I had my mouth open like a human and might. the window open? Well, um, oh, like I guess the window, I guess, was open enough, and a bug flew in, and I was like, "Well, what do I do?" So uh, 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 I'm freaking out thinking about it. So I was trying to spit it out, yeah. like I was trying to like yeah. hawk a loogie. Yeah. But I I was driving on the freeway. Right. You I was on six seventy like, in work traffic. <laughs> so like I'm either zooming or like in a parking lot. So I'm like spitting all over myself <laughs> trying to get the bug out, but I could feel it. Ew. And then I was just like, I gotta swallow it, but it wouldn't swallow. No. I was like, this is the worst. So once I finally calmed myself down, right. I was able to, I believe it's in my body. Well, because it didn't show up on my chest or arms or steering mm. wheel. But I was like, I gotta disinfect the whole car now because <laughs> I spat everywhere. <laughs> I was like, what I mean, I would have done the same. Oh my gosh. Because you was can't awful. just like swallow. No. And like, of course it was the ugh. the one day that I don't have any of my like 10 water bottles yeah. with me that I was like, I not. forgot water today. Of course you have nothing. But I like had nothing and I didn't bother to get a cup of water from the restaurant I had just <laughs> left like I might normally on a warm day when I know I'm walking through downtown yeah. for several blocks. Nope. None of that occurred nope. today. The day I swallowed a bug was the day I was like, all I have is this empty coffee cup <laughs> and not enough spit because I'm thirsty. <laughs> it was a, it was a rough one. It was a doozy. Yeah, that's look out for that first bug. It's a, a doozy. doozy. <laughs> oh no! And with that, we'll open our podcast. <laughs> I am Katie. I am Wesley, and this is Viewing Party. Party. Not swallowing party. Ew. <laughs> Why would I say that? Why did I say that? I'm so sorry. That's how this podcast is. It's none of those things. I just, I just, I just accidentally made everything so gross. Oh no! I made it sound like voyeurism. The podcast. Okay. I mean, it is a little because I'm watching someone pace back and forth in your neighborhood oh. on the phone. Yeah, I've been watching him for a while. I'm watching yeah. your cat, like, beg for attention. Yeah, she finally found her one toy that makes noise. So if you... <laughs> the one? The birdie one if that, like, you tweets? Hear... Well, it's a dinosaur because she oh. lost all the birdie ones. Oh, bummer. <laughs> I thought it sounded she like a different sound. She kept dropping them in the bathtub. <laughs> <laughs> and they'd be like soaking wet. And like making this sad chirp noise. Because their batteries were wet. And they had to throw them away. <laughs> Good for you, mom. 
Sometimes I yell at the cat because I'm like, Matilda, stop crying in the bathtub. And it just... Stop crying in the bathtub. <laughs> she just sits in the bathtub and cries, and I don't know why. Oh, see, Bane, like... I assume it's Bane, because I don't... I can't really see Matilda sticking her hind legs up on much. But, like, I was in the bathroom one day and was like, boy, it kind of just smells like cat pee in the bathroom. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, look, there's yellow in the tub, in the clean tub oh, that no. I cleaned. And I was like, apparently a cat got its hind legs up on the <laughs> side because it was dripping in the sun. And I was cat. like, what? How do you even? I was like, I can only imagine a boy cat doing something <laughs> that's stupid. Where you were like, oh, were you showing off or something? We're like, look what I can do. Like... Did I tell you about how Matilda gets stuck on the kitchen, the bathroom sink? <laughs> <laughs> so, she has figured, I had to get out of bed the other night yeah. and let her out from underneath the kitchen, the bathroom sink. <laughs> Because she can open the cabinet door with her paw oh, and get in, no. but she can't figure out how to get back out. Ugh. So she gets down to the sink and plays with whatever she does under the sink and then yeah. just meows for me to go get her ah. out because she can't open the door. My cat meows because it, like, apparently, like, forgot how to, like, wait for a meal. <laughs> That's like, cute. she'll go and, like, eat all her food. It's weird. I'll come home and there'll be food in their dishes. Mm -hmm. And then, like, in, like, 30 minutes, like, it's all gone and they're meowing <laughs> suddenly. And I'm like, what? Ha like, you had all day to eat what this food. But they're like, oh, they're home. <laughs> <laughs> Look, we are at oh, no. And I'm like, y'all can happened. chill your fat butt. You know, slow your fat rolls, man. <laughs> preaching in the choir right now. <laughs> I had a conversation with a friend today where I was like, maybe I can get a parking pass at this garage in the short north. And I was like, is it worth a hundred bucks a month? Do we have a park really close? Maybe it is for the winter. And I was working it all out and I was like, or I could save money and just walk and that'll be a nice way to be healthy. Hmm. Did I just give myself an answer? <laughs> so like, do I pay a hundred bucks to walk less yeah. or do I walk more for free? <laughs> And I was like, shoot. And I was like, I think I'll do the free thing until it is so cold I can't stand it. And yeah. then I'm going to park a block and a half away instead of, you know, five blocks away. Yeah. That would be, I think that's my plan is I think I'll just like so invest. Maybe for yeah. Christmas I'll ask for a parking pass <laughs> in the short north. Oh. Like I just need a monthly pass for January and February. That's all I need, yeah. guys. Uh, I mean, if the winter's anything like Falls has been so far, it'll be really <laughs> It'll sad. be fall. It'll be balmy. <laughs> it'll feel like Florida. <laughs> oh, Florida. Um, okay. Uh, yeah, I had another story about my cat. Oh, this is a story about my cat, okay. and then we can move off the cat. <laughs> but uh, Tallulah is learning uh, how to speak my language. Oh, no. <laughs> Apparently, like, she's learning commands on accident. We're all, like, in the morning... I'll be getting ready and she'll like walk the other day she walked into the bathroom while I was brushing my teeth and started like meowing really mm -hmm. annoyingly, not like, oh, but like, ah, <laughs> I was like, and I just 
I was not having it. Then like, I was up at like 6.30 and was like, uh-uh. Yeah. So I just looked at her and said, what? She just turned around and walked away. So now when she walks in the room, I say, what? And she just walks away silently. Like she stops whatever she's doing and is and like, what? She's like, not doing this. She redirects herself now. I'm just like, what? She, I'm like, oh, oh, I didn't know that I had this kind of power over this cat. I don't, I don't think we told the aunt. No. to anything I tell her. So. Well, I say what and she like kisses. And I'm like, who who do you she's, think you are? She's just like, why are you on my couch right now? Like, why are you here? <laughs> I don't understand. Ooh, the cats. The cats have been really sweet and very curious lately. I've gotten a lot of new clothing and so they've been interested in destroying it and laying on the bags. Yeah. Sure. <sighs> this has been Cat Life. <laughs> Cat Moms, the podcast. <laughs> I make up podcasts all the time, and I have to assume they're just all real. Like, I'm speaking them into existence. (laughs) I'm Oprah. I keep having ideas for podcasts, so I totally understand. I'm like, I can't do this. I don't have time for 800 podcasts. (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Okay, so uh, you want a parking wreck? Yeah. All right. (laughs) That was parking. (laughs) (laughs) Stopping the podcast. Jeez, I don't know. <laughs> Parking doesn't really make a noise. No, but I like that noise. It's funny. <laughs> it was a bad... First I thought it was a cat, but then I understood where we were going with it. One so. day we'll have a budget and we'll get sound effects or nah, something. I like your sound effects <laughs> <laughs> Parking rat. Maybe we could get like a sound bite of Chris Pratt saying something. Is, it, is that the right Chris? Yeah. Okay. I don't, I don't know who we, so many Chris's. I don't know who we are anymore. <laughs> I don't know who anybody is. I'm sorry. Yep, Chris Pratt. Yeah, he's the one. Yep. So, okay, so Park and Rec, you said you had some good ones. So I'm do. excited to hear all about it. So, I, let's see. This is another shout out to Victoria because <laughs> that's all we do is shout out to Victoria. She's our, like, like, like underground third co-host. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we should just put off her guest spot as long as possible so people so think she's not like, real. Who's this mysterious Victoria? <laughs> but because of a recommendation from Victoria, I started watching BoJack Horseman. Oh, nice. Yeah, so I've made it all the way through the first season. Do they make Channing Tatum jokes in it? No, not yet. I believe it's the third season. I'm sure they will. Channing I'll spoil this for you. Channing Tatum is Bojack's neighbor at some point. Yes. <laughs> and there's an ent- I don't, I've watched one episode. Yeah. And it happened to be an episode where he kept talking about how great of a neighbor Channing Tatum was. <laughs> and a full name. They didn't just say Channing. They're like, of Channing course. Tatum was getting my mail while I was gone. Of course I got to go over to Channing Tatum's and return this thing. <laughs> Sorry, I got a lunch date with Channing Tatum. <laughs> Like Channing Tatum and I were like he's gonna mow my lawn while like like whatever like just Channing Tatum is Bojack's neighbor. Referring to like Like character actress Margot, what's her last name? The Rothman? No, I don't know who Margot Rothman is. Did I make that up? Maybe. I I feel like maybe it was a girl in high school that I didn't like. I'm sorry, Margot. I don't know what to say. But I refer to her as character actress, blah, blah, blah. Yes. Yes. I very much appreciate. Don't they talk about Hollywood? Yes. Yes, forever. Hollywood. Um, Though there's some really funny, like, just little things that you pick up on that, like, happen in the background and, like, silly things. One of my favorites is uh, there was a party and they were dancing and there was a chicken doing the chicken dance 
it wasn't to the chicken dance song. It was a chicken dancing uh. the chicken dance. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but I, yeah, 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 yeah. It was yeah. like, nice joke there. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I also really like all the ringtones the characters have because they suit themselves. <laughs> so, like, the one woman who's a, like, a ghostwriter, her ringtone is like... Your phone is ringing. This is Ira Glass. <laughs> and it made me laugh so much. Oh, uh, I haven't yeah. seen it, but like all I hear are awesome things. I feel like I really should. I'm shitting on myself. Uh, <laughs> yes, it's a thing that I'm saying. Now. Yeah. No, I've been really liking it. So. But uh, but I'm like everything I hear sounds fantastic. Yeah. I also very. I'm audibly attracted to Will Arnett. Well, that's good. Right? So then I was there like, <laughs> this, this is the show I know, it was for you. Big, when it showed up on Netflix, it was like, Bojack Horseman. I was like, this looks like a really nasty looking cartoon. It did look real And then dumb. it was like, Will Arnett. And I was like, I could do that. I also, could probably do that. I'm pretty sure we underappreciate Alison Brie. Yes, That woman forever. can do everything. Yes. Mad Men and Community at the same time. Yes. Net, and then Bojack. the five-year engagement at oh, the I same still didn't time. See that, but it was fun. I'm glad. <laughs> I mean, no, it was a heartbreaking. Yeah, I don't want a five-month engagement, <laughs> let alone a five-year <laughs> engagement. But then she went on to do this, and she's doing that that show Glow, where she plays like a yes! female. Yeah, like, it's so good. Wrestler from the Did 80s. you watch it? No, we're gonna park and wreck that. Glow's really good. Yeah, it's very good. I've heard it's really great. But I like, really enjoyed it. How does she do all of those things? Like she she's amazing. Does. She's so great. She's so great. I yes, she's so Allison awesome. Brie. Love her. She's perfect. Did you watch anything else? You watching? I went to the movies. <laughs> what day was that? Yesterday. <laughs> I don't know. What day it is. <laughs> so, it's a yeah. been a super Monday, no. Leslie. Yeah, it has. Okay, so yesterday, so this was. Hey neighbors, what are you doing out there? They're they're revving up. <laughs> it's it's park and wreck time, not revving wreck. <laughs> they're trying to give a sound effect. Stupid puns. Maybe we'll maybe we'll hold off a minute. I hope he's good looking. This is ridiculous. Probably not. I have no idea. I don't even know whose car that is. <laughs> this weekend, so <laughs> this this weekend, I was, you know, I was out and about at like a leadership training, and somebody, uh, somebody said something about like, oh yeah, you must have like a big Rolodex. And I'm like, oh no, Mike's is bigger. <laughs> we were all quiet, and somebody goes, you guys compared Rolodex? <laughs> and he was like, y- yeah. <laughs> I was like. Oh, okay, well, I mean, someone else was like, it's how you use the Rolodex, man. <laughs> oh, like, no. Dying. So then, like, Rolodex jokes were made. Like, uh, like I was complimenting my friend Vinny, and I was like, Vinny, you are so handsome. And we were just talking about how cute he is in his suit. And he was like, well, you guys are going to give me a big Rolodex. <laughs> like, what is happening? Like, I've never thought Rolodex was a sexy word until now. <laughs> So I almost said to that guy with the loud engines, I'm thinking, like, Rolodex. He's got a small Rolodex. I don't know. That's where I was going, and it doesn't really matter. It's okay. It's you a can, month. You it's can a take that out. <laughs> it's a super Monday. But yeah, there's so, that. So the Rolodex was fun this weekend. Nice. <laughs> so I went to the movies on Sunday, 
I was kind of laughing at myself because I wanted to make sure I went to church and saw movies. So I went to church on Saturday night uh. <laughs> so that I could go to the movies at 10 a.m. on Sunday. Yeah, girl, you know what's that's up. Priorities, like, well, I, I have a free Sunday, so. <laughs> and Saturday. So, You're welcome. <laughs> so I went to see Kingsman, The Golden <gasps> Circle. You went without me. Did you standing to? It's fine. Okay. I went to see Logan Lucky without you, True. so I guess. This had depressingly low amount of Channing Tatum, and I was like, why isn't there more of him? Just like Hateful Eight, man. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Not quite as bad as Step Up 2, where he disappears after two minutes, but... He barely had his shirt off. (laughs) He was barely wearing a shirt. That was a shirt dress, let me be very clear. He was wearing a tunic. Like you should size up, you'll grow into it. And he never no, did. Don't. It's like you can't get that bulky chaining. It's not a thing. Like the Rock could wear that shirt and it would be loose. It's true. He could have. That was a giant shirt. He could be a ghost for Halloween in that shirt. Like that's the kind of thing that someone's like, you could put on a burlap sack and look good, and you're like, yeah, technically, but like that wasn't a nice burlap sack, Channing. I prefer a smaller burlap next time. If you're gonna be in the movie, and the only point of you being in the movie is just be like the hot older brother, like be hot. I don't like objectifying him, but like he's such a static character that I'm like, you're here for objectification, man. Like, sorry. That's why you're here. Anyways. So, so I thought Kingsman. Kingsman. I'm yeah. sure he wasn't wearing a giant tunic. No. <laughs> he could have belted it. At least. He could have had a nice drop waist. <laughs> we'll get to that joke later. <laughs> Stupid. So, yeah. She, um, can you imagine Rachel McAdams in that shirt? So, you know what I'm picturing right now in my head? Is that time that Shaq went on Jimmy Fallon and Jimmy put on Shaq's suit jacket? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Have you ever seen that picture? It makes me so happy. <laughs> <laughs> I would just imagine it being the com- He looks like a little kid dressing up in his dad's clothes. <laughs> I just imagine it being the polar opposite of, like, fat guy in a little coat. <laughs> Where Chris Farley and David Spade. It's exactly that. <laughs> I have it saved somewhere. I gotta find it for you. Oh, no, it's so cute. I can't handle the, like, thought. Like, I haven't it's even amazing. seen it. And it's really it cute. So oh, we're just talking over each other now. <laughs> This is why people listen to us, right? So they can hear me cry laughing. <laughs> yeah, people like to listen to you cry, Wesley. And people like to listen to me panic about nothing. <laughs> oh, red balloons in my room. <laughs> oh, I'm working on a, the, the burlesque show that I'm yeah. doing this weekend. One of the performers was like, we need a red, one red balloon. And I was like, nope. oh, fascinating. <laughs> Could you get that for us? And I was like, how about you do that? I don't want to go buy one and bring that into my life. Salad Rachel Kitty music. Oh my god, he looks like a little kid. And Jack Kitty would get on Jimmy's jacket. He just looks like a little baby man. Oh my god. It's like my favorite thing in the world. So cute. 
Sometimes, like when I'm sad, I'm so, <laughs> you're like you're like life's okay. <laughs> it's okay Monday. <laughs> Sometimes when I'm sad, I pull up a picture of Jimmy Fallon in Shaquille O'Neal's suit. <laughs> I can't with you right now. I can't with me either. You really opened up a lot right there. Like that's really vulnerable sad stuff. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't breathe. <laughs> what were we talking about? <laughs> Kingsman. <laughs> and I got a tangent about a sweater dress. <laughs> You're going to have some fun editing this week. I just leave in this entire like four oh, minutes of giggling. Just, just for the we're 20 of minutes in. <laughs> months Wesley <laughs> this is how we go out I guess we go out of style we have to keep talking about it I'm just going to laugh forever I'll show you a sand what? picture okay. uh, no. I don't really have a sand picture oh okay <sighs> I have a so. picture of someone saying here's that attention you ordered oh, no. <laughs> like oh. a McDonald's you know <laughs> I was like, ooh, that's funny. <laughs> so I saved that. <laughs> uh, so you saw the Kingsman. So I did see Kingsman. Channing isn't in it much. Not much. Bumskis. But like, not a lot. Is that kid, did he get hotter? That kid? He's same hotness. Yeah. He's really interesting to look at for me. <laughs> I so... I feel so sexist right now. <laughs> Who am I today? I don't know. Who I posted multiple I? pictures of Colin Firth this weekend. So, so like, really... you're like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's just British guys in suits, like, fighting people with glasses. I love it. <laughs> yeah, fighting some... Are, now, are the Americans fighting the British? No. So they're fighting together. Yeah. The Russians? <laughs> No. Oh, that's Julianne weird. Moore. Oh, there. Oh, well, I'm in. Soul. Yeah. I I didn't understand the original Kingsman trailers. I was like, I don't know what movie I'm watching, and I saw it and was still like, I don't really understand yeah, well, what was going on. It's based on a comic book, which I for always forget until I oh, get yeah, to the end, yeah, and yeah, I'm yeah. like, oh right, this makes total sense that it's a comic book movie. There's yes. like over the top action and like slow mo and lots of explosions. And yeah. And that kid that like. Like, I want to not want to make out with him, <laughs> but I can't. <laughs> There's, like, maybe a triple negative, but, it's like, okay. I'm hoping it went quadruple because <laughs> four's man. <laughs> I, uh, I just, like, it, he's, he was, this, so this actor is, like, interesting and. Taron Egerton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got a name like Ansel Elgort. We were like, what? <laughs> Where you're like, are you, wait, what? What's your name? Are you sure Who? you're not like a weird company? <laughs> like, Who are you? Like, this is a tech startup. <laughs> no. like, that, like, this is a new app. And it's like, no, it's a person. Oh, oh, that's cool. No, he, so when I saw the Kingsman, I just remember being like, who is this kid? Like, he was a total newcomer. Yeah, no yeah, idea yeah. where this kid came from. And I just wanted to dislike him so bad. Mm -hmm. Like, he was kind of 
doing and saying and being all the things that I was just like really uninterested in a person. And then he started to look more like Colin Firth. Yes. <laughs> and I was like, oh, oh, <laughs> oh I yeah. See where oh, this is oh. Going now. oh, I see. Wh- I was like, I see where we're headed. And I like it a lot because he's like even prettier than Colin Firth was when he was young. But what? But what? <laughs> And I was like, I don't know what to do with this information where I was like, I, of course, had to be like, is he 18, though? <laughs> like, I need to know. I'm glad that you checked. <laughs> no, I do. I freak out because I'm like that because I think of him as like a kid. Yeah. Like the kid from Spider-Man, super cute. Yeah. And I'm like, how old is that child? <laughs> like before I'm sitting here, I'm like, what a cute kid. Wait, hold, wait, wait, wait. Like, yeah. is it a kid kid or just a kid? Yeah. You know, like, which one is it? Like, is it a college kid or like a like a baby like, like a child like like you were not allowed within 20 feet of this human <laughs> like don't go near the playground like i don't know oh, no. like i don't know i just don't know anymore everybody looks like a child no and people think i'm like 35 and i don't know what's happening with ages anymore and I it's never i've know. had this whole dilemma since i was young i don't know when i was 13 people thought i was in college so i've always had like a weird yeah. mix up with age so i don't know and i also took a class on how to id people when I was working at a bar, so I'm, like, kind of good at picking out age, but there's a gray area when you're, like, 19 and you yeah. still look like yeah. you could be going to math class <laughs> with the, your backpack and, like, stuff. Like, you could be skipping class. Like, are, like, are you playing hooky? Yeah. Or are you paying tuition? Like, <laughs> I don't know where that line is. So, they're all adults. It's so weird. They should stop talking about it. I just sound like a creep. It's okay. I just sound like a creep. But man, so yeah, so the Kingsman. So then, of course, Kingsman 2 comes out. And I'm like, I don't know if I can watch that movie. Because I'm like, really into this kid. But he's probably my age. Probably. Which makes me feel really uncomfortable. Because I'm like, well, am I a kid? This is getting real existential. I'm just, like, like having a lot of age stuff come up this month, I guess. I don't even know. I don't even know. That's what I got. So, I'm starting a new career and things, and it's, like, a little... It's not actually that sad. I'm I'm being dramatic for the podcast. (laughs) Hey, guys, this is a... This is called acting. (laughs) Um... Okay, cool. So they're not fighting against each other. I was no. like, why are we pitting the Americans and the Brits? Because they're I, not. Yeah. Because I want the British to win. <laughs> sorry. Like, sorry, guys. I They have cool umbrellas. Like, I want you to win this war. I'm sorry. <laughs> they have cool umbrellas. <laughs> they got parasols. We got cowboy hats. I mean, yeah. They both block the sun, but <laughs> one of them's real pretty. And the other one's, like, really hot. A hat. Like, one of them's giving you hat hair. I'm going to go for the parasol. Uh, <laughs> Every time. Uh, yeah, uh, so it was just as good as the first one. Okay. I mean, nothing mind-blowing, but fun. But did they blow up mines again? Yeah. Okay, cool. Okay, <laughs> great. That's really good to know. I have a... A burp. <clears throat> I have a parking wreck. Yeah? I watched American Vandal. I don't know. Straight through. Okay. In one day. Last Sunday, that's what I did. <laughs> While you were away, out of town, I was like, well, uh... Guess I'm gonna watch a whole documentary series in one sitting. It's on Netflix. It's really, really good. This it's a student documentary okay. that Netflix picked up. Like okay. this kid, like a high school kid, who I don't 
remember where they go to high school. I don't remember what state they were in. I have no idea why I can't think of this. But apparently he went to a high school with enough money that they could have really nice cameras for the news. Yeah. Like, really, really nice. Yeah. So, essentially, the premise is, this is, like, a real thing that happened, is that um, uh, one day, it was, like, an administrative day for the school, and the uh, between 2 and 2.30 p.m. on that Monday, someone spray-painted like, with red spray paint, you know, like, penises, basically, mm-hmm. on all of the staff's cars. So it was, like, okay. a day. I think I've seen pictures of this. Yes. It was a thing that happened. Something. It was all over the news, yeah. like, like last year or something this happened. Yeah. And, um, but the security footage is missing from the school parking lot between 2 and 2.30. Like, it's deleted. Oh. It's gone. There was just, like, staff cars, and then suddenly, like, the staff is outside, like, what's happening? Yeah. So somewhere between that time frame, it occurred. They don't know who it was. The uh, school administration expelled this kid from school, like, and created a whole case against him. And one of the other kids at school was like, I don't know. Like, this doesn't, like, he has the reputation of the person who would do it. Right, but. He's been known to, like, draw penises on whiteboards and that's, like, his thing. Yeah. And they're like, but that doesn't quite seem like enough evidence to like expel someone like to actually be like yes absolutely they committed the crime no question right and there was no jury or anything right it was just like school expulsion and all Mm -hmm. of this stuff and you know like they you know they were waiting around on court and things so one of the kids was like okay he wanted to be a filmmaker and he'd been like making like crummy movies and stuff like his whole life and was finally he was like oh well i'll see if i can make a documentary about it interesting and it's so good. That's cool. It is so good. So he just was, like, making it and, like, interviewing people at school and people on staff and, yeah. like, following the guy around. And, like, he was doing all the detective work because the police weren't interesting doing any of it. Yeah. And so he was, like, digging around trying to figure it out, like, trying to figure out, like, who in the school did it. And then, of course, like, he technically also had access to the school cameras Mm -hmm. and the footage. So like he had to investigate himself and his best friend and like, he was like, okay, well I need to like make a case against myself as well. Like it is possible that I could have done it technically. Yeah. He's like, I know that I didn't, but like that doesn't prove anything right? (laughs) because he's in the circle. It was amazing. It was so, so good. So he was putting this out episode by episode online over like the months that he was oh, making this documentary at school and he himself got suspended at one point and like it was huge. Like it like it's so good. That's it's so, so 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 cool good. that Netflix picks yeah, up and, stuff like that. And Netflix was like, yo I don't know what they did, but I'm sure they walked in and said, Yo, millennial <laughs> I'm sure. We wanna get your stuff on the internet. But yeah, I mean they went as far as to like there's, like, this party that happened. This doesn't really give anything away. But they, like, were able to get all of the footage from everyone's Snapchats that night to, like, figure out where in the party wow. people were during all of these times to, like, get... Because yeah. they were like, wait, there's evidence of, like, what was used to commit the crime yeah. at this party. And so they, had like, put 
pieced everybody's Snapchats together from all across this party in someone's house to figure out where everyone was at different times in the night. Like, it was That's crazy. like kids were doing this. Yeah. This is what I mean when I'm freaking out about kids. <laughs> this is a kid yeah. doing this crazy cool stuff. Yeah. It was amazing. Like, it's such a good documentary. I was very happy with it. That's I crazy. haven't, like, and it's also, like, funny and weird. Hannah was kept like walking in and out of the room. She was doing stuff around the house that day, and she would walk into the room during like high schoolers being high schoolers. Yeah, and he was just like, "Man, I just thought that I would wear a suit at like a funeral or something." No, <laughs> she was like, "What are they talking about?" And I was like, "Don't worry about it." It's like <laughs> there's moments where you're like this is brilliant, and then there's moments where you're like, "Oh my god, everyone's in high school." <laughs> yeah. Um, like, and yeah. some of the evidence that comes up is just, like, people's rumors and speculations about who made out with so-and-so at camp. Right. Yeah. At camp that summer. <laughs> it, like, that stuff is, like, legitimately yeah. part of the investigation. Is because it actually kind of matters to the reputation of someone else. Like, it was the most bizarre, like, really good documentary. And I love it. They recommend it. Like, it's so good. It's so <laughs> good. That's my big recommendation. I don't remember if I've watched anything else. Oh, no. I've been on a documentary kick. The Lady Gaga documentary that just oh. came out. Also very good. I watched it in, like, one evening when I couldn't sleep. Like, maybe last night. The night before. I just stayed up till, like, 1.30 in the morning. And I was like, guess I'm learning all guess about I'm Gaga. About and now I understand. I was like, wow, I really uh, have a much deeper appreciation for this woman than I ever <laughs> could have. She's 30. I, like, forget That's she's crazy. 30. Like, I forget that she's also, like, <clears throat> she was a kid while I was a kid. Like, it never yeah. occurred to me that this was, like, a 19-year-old putting out music when I was, like, 17. Yeah. Like, it didn't, like, click yeah. in my brain. Like, I just thought she was so much older because I think everyone's older than me or something. <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, it was really, really good. It was also a fabulous documentary. I cried a little watching it. Like, wow. I was, like, tearing up. Like, like Gaga, like, wow. man, like, Stephanie, you're going through a lot right now. I totally understand her. She makes sense to me, and I need to be friends with her. I'm ready. I'm ready for that. Okay. <sighs> okay, cool. So we parked and wrecked. We're halfway <laughs> Well, we'd, yeah, this is good. This this is a really great segment, though, because it actually allows us to finally talk about the things that we're watching. I know. I like it. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, yeah. So we can uh, we can take everything out of park. Move on with the podcast. Drive. All right. So we're going <laughs> to shut, <laughs> shut up and drive. I don't know how we ended up on like a weird like car themed <laughs> pod, movie podcast. Cars, so I didn't watch Cars, the movie. I went on a road trip one time, and our youth pastor kept, like, talking about cars. Like, you know, in cars, when they went down <laughs> Highway 33, and we were all like, we're in high school. Dude, we're not your seven-year-old kids <laughs> that you have. Like, we don't watch cars. And they're like, don't you have little siblings? We're like, well, you don't watch cars. <laughs> like, they're definitely watching Peter Pan or something, like, other than cars. We're like, No. No, you got anything else, man? It was really funny. Yeah. To us, you know, as high schoolers 10 years ago. So, uh, Wesley, I've talked for a long time. Yes. What did we do? What did we do? <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of time, let's go back in time. Okay. We watched tonight's Midnight in Paris. Ta-da! <laughs> 
Yeah, so we watched Midnight in Paris. Yeah. Starring Ocean <laughs> Wilson. <laughs> Ocean Willard. Ooh. I actually like like that name. Ocean Willard. Oh, um, <laughs> Willard. Or, sorry, Owen Wilson. <laughs> starring Owen Wilson. Matthew McConaughey. No. Rachel McAdams. <laughs> Rachel McAdams. You're going to start naming people and I'm going to be like, not this movie. <laughs> Rachel McAdams. Jason Schwartzman, little brother. Nope. He's not in it. Okay, great. Starring. You tried to put Jason Schwartzman in this movie. I did. I wanted to. I wanted. So, okay. So. Wah, let's rewind. <laughs> So when I first watched this, I watched this movie when it first came out on DVD. I'm pretty sure I watched it with, like, the fam and Victoria. Probably. <laughs> of course. Because it seemed like an interesting, you know, movie about artists and yeah. such. And um, the general reaction was, like, this is a really interesting premise, and I totally get what they were doing with it. I really hate Owen Wilson, so, like, it was kind of a huge turnoff. They were like, what a great cast. Owen Wilson. Yeah. Victoria also doesn't like Rachel McAdams. I like her. She's America's sweetheart for me. I mean, like, The Notebook just sealed the deal. And then she was also in... I don't need to talk about Channing Tatum again. (laughs) Yeah, we've been down that tangent I can't wait to watch the movie with the two of them. Yes. We might have to watch it three times because it's so good. I won't make you do that. I'll watch it twice in preparation. (laughs) Because I love it so much. Okay. The movie's so good. I don't remember what it's called, but I love it. Um, Her hands were cold. (laughs) Anyways, so Rachel McAdams in this movie and Owen Wilson is in this movie, but I really... Don't love Owen Wilson. However, watching it this time, I was like, Owen Wilson makes perfect sense for this role. It's just dopey enough of a... Yeah. He just is dopey. Yeah. He's super dopey. And And in like... He's really uncompelling. Seven Dwarves version. Yeah. Dopey. Like, like, dopey. Like, kind of endearing, but... He's very... I never saw Marley and Me, but I was like, yeah, him cast next to a puppy makes sense to me. (laughs) Yeah. Like... I feel like they yeah. just, like, play off each other's energy really well. <laughs> I don't know that I'm going to be able to tell a difference between the puppy and Owen Wilson. I mean... The puppy's going to be more charming. Because <laughs> Owen Wilson's just, like... That movie's so sad. And, like, why why all this for sad? Owen Wilson's voice sounds like the grown-ups in Peanuts. Wasn't he in Cars? Like... <laughs> <laughs> no! He's Lightning McQueen, isn't he? Is he? Oh, I am, like, no! So much about everything about cars. I can't believe I I'm cannot. Cars right now. Hang I on. have such a hard time listening to his voice. He just sounds like. Oh yeah, he's totally Lightning McQueen. That's why he's in another movie that I've seen a lot, and I cannot even remember what it was. But I've seen it so many times. I'm just like, man, Owen Wilson, like, get out of stuff. Like, he shows up in a movie, and I suddenly don't want to watch the movie anymore. Like, it's that kind yeah. of... He's very turned off Zoolander. For me. I do love him in Zoolander. <laughs> I I watched Zoolander at a time that didn't make sense in my life to in, appreciate Zoolander. <laughs> I think I watched it before I started doing hair. Oh. And so I had zero appreciation for anything that occurred in that movie love at that all. Movie. It's so dumb. At all. I do have it if we want to add it to I will list. probably get to do that at some point. Uh, so, yeah, lots of cars. Oh, man. Um, Owen Wilson's all over the place. A lot of 
all the Night at the Museums. Yes, those are the ones that I've seen. A that lot of I like Wes can't. Anderson. Yep. Which is interesting. How do you go from Cars to Wes Anderson movies? You need a job. <laughs> like, you need a job, Wesley. What? Didn't he go from Wes Anderson to Cars? Or did yeah. It... And there's Wedding Crashers. Yeah. Remember when he was in a bunch of movies? He, yeah. There was like a year or two where he Need was just parents. like... Yeah, he was just in a bunch of stuff. Early 2000s. Yeah. He was like hanging like around. All the movies. He was like not Matthew McConaughey. Yeah. Like kind of just yeah. the dopey... He's, he was always like... Yeah. It was like... Buddied up with like a, like a traditionally handsomer dude. Mm-hmm. And he was just kind of like the dopey side friend... Who was like a starring role? A lot of things with Vince Vaughn, though. Yeah, him and Vince Vaughn were like America's sweethearts. (laughs) Like America's bros for a minute. (laughs) Like before Bradley Cooper became a real, like a big bro. Like it was kind of like Vince Vaughn was real broy for a hot minute. You're like, what happened, man? Yeah. So Owen Wilson just turns me away. I have a hard time hearing his voice. Yeah, he has a very distinct like cadence. I used to do a really good Owen Wilson, like, a long time ago, when I was way more passionate about how much I disliked him. <laughs> but now I, like, I only have so much energy to give to disliking people. Understandable. And uh, I apparently gave it all to Russell Brand. So <laughs> I, That's a fair toss-up, I guess. He, he had it all. I guess I prefer, oh, no, I don't. I really can't. Nope. Nope, I can't even start comparing the two of those we men together. To. I'm done. I'm out. They both have like dumb hair and dumb. It's done. It's we're we're done. <laughs> okay, so I got to get off Russell Brand. I get really passionate about yeah. it. Let's get back to this movie. So he's in this movie, and I really enjoyed it. Of course, the second time, yeah, somehow because that's you have a magical living room, and I like <laughs> movies better when Maybe I watch them it. with you. It's kind of like Midnight in Paris in you for me. <laughs> In that I idealize your living room. (laughs) This is my favorite time and place. My favorite time and time. Um, Yeah, so. So, premise of this movie. Yes. Yeah. So, we're in Paris because. Snob. um, Yes. Because money. Because money. So, um, (laughs) Owen Wilson plays a guy named Gil, which. Gil and what's her name? Inez. Inez? Yeah. Yeah. Who wrote the... Oh, Woody Allen. Yeah. It oh. explains all the things. Yeah. 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 So... Well, I mean, there's also Zelda, so, like, what are we going to do about it? Well, but she's at least yeah, a but historical she's, figure. Yeah, but, like, who, who named their kid Zelda? People did in that time period, So strange. Anyway. Anyways. So, he, they're engaged. They're in Somehow. Paris. I wonder what that proposal looked like. Like, was he just like, well, I was thinking that maybe, uh, maybe we'd get married. And she was like... Ah, we're really running late, but okay. <laughs> probably. You're probably right. That's probably exactly what happened. So, her... what was that? Sure. Oh, I guess we're planning a wedding. Yeah. So, they're in Paris because her parents are there on a business trip and they tagged along just to be in Paris. Oh, is that it? Yeah. I st- I've never been able to figure out why yeah. they're in Paris. Got Daddy it. Daddy was on a business trip and they were tagging along. Daddy. Yeah. Yeah. Got it. So,. Her parents are very, they seem very, like, East Coast elite to me. Yeah. They gave off that kind of Martha's Vineyard little bit vibe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, 
I know someone from Martha's Vineyard, and she's the most wonderful, magical creature. Yeah. But I can imagine there's plenty of people. It's very um, Gilmore Girls elite happening. Very super Emily Gilmore. Which is weird because she wants to move to Malibu. Yeah, they're in California, but they feel like, yeah. But the coasts are always, like, warring with, like, who's more elite than the other. Yeah. In my ex- I mean, from the middle, that's what it looks like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're in the Midwest. We're, we're like, like, watching this from afar. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, they're doing all these things, going on, like, going to museums, doing all these different things. They're doing a lot of very touristy kind of stuff. Yeah. They're, like... Going to see this funny American movie while they're in Paris. They're spending the day at the spa. And why would we want to go outside and look at the streets and the sunlight? And that's mm-hmm. boring. And we're going to look at art and taste wine and... Yeah. You know, st- I mean, I wouldn't pass up the opportunity to have a private showing of, like, Monet. Right. But, like, what? But what? <laughs> yeah. So they also run into this couple that they're friends with, sort of. I forget how they know each other. Uh, I think she went to college with him. Okay. Because she said something about, Rachel McAdams said something about, like, I had such a crush on him in college. Oh, that's right. Okay. Yeah, 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 So yeah. there's this couple, um, Paul, and I forget his wife, fiance, Girlfriend, whatever his name. Person. She didn't really matter. No, she, she didn't. She was kind of an invisible person. Yeah. So, um... They run into them at a restaurant, and they're like, oh, you should come to Versailles with us. You should do all these things. And you find out that Paul is, like, the worst. He keeps, like, pontificating about the... Yes, you said (laughs) it. Yes. All of the art and correcting the The tour guides who are, like, I'm pretty sure I know what I'm talking about. He's like, no, I think you're wrong. Now... To be fair to Paul, I have corrected the zookeepers about manatees before. <laughs> manatees, they were like are this. They were like Rodin. they were like the, they weren't really the zookeeper. They were like the, the zoo like attendant. Yeah, who was like, oh yeah, manatees, blah blah blah, and I was like. Actually, um, this has been proven about manatees. I was like, don't worry about it, Katie, don't worry. Like, I waited until they were gone and told a kid. I was like, you know what? Here's the real story about <laughs> like, it. just, like, laid down the manatee facts. I love that you've got manatee facts just on the ready. <laughs> it's just like, um, oh, you want to know about them manatees? I got you. Let me tell you. Let me tell you all about them manatees. So Paul's the worst. So Paul's the worst. And um, I do that same thing. And they thing. keep doing, they keep running it, like, doing things with them, and then, um... They just want to keep doing boring things. Well, not boring, but, like, they want to go dancing. It's, like, it's Paris. He's, like, Gil's, like, why don't we take a walk and enjoy the sights and, like, Paris at night and it's so beautiful. Yeah. And she's, like, I want to go dancing at this bar with my friends. Like, I'm going to go with Paul. They're, like, he's, like, well, I'm going to go back to the room, so have fun. I'll see you there. Have fun. So one night he's out and um, she goes with Paul and Paul's girlfriend. Invisigirl. And, yeah. Paul and Invisigirl. Yeah. Her name's probably, like, Marlene or something like that. <laughs> I mean, I know Marlene and she's fabulous. I do, too. And she's really great. But, like, this lady just feels like, like, like a... Phyllis or yeah. something. <laughs> so, um... He's walking one night, and he gets lost, and he sits on this, like, um... Stoop. Like, a stoop, basically, and then the clock chimes midnight, and he's like, man, I'm so, like, lost, and just no idea and, like, where I am. pretty wine drunk. <laughs> yeah, pretty drunk. And so this car comes past, and it's, like, an old-timey... It's a Model T. I don't think it was a Model T. Shh. But it was that kind of, It was like, from the 1920s. It was from that era that, like, they put curtains in cars, because they were fancy. Yeah. 
and not like seventies Vans curtains, but like no, but like twenties <laughs> curtains. Yeah, in a and in a so yellow... all these French people are in this car and they're yelling to him in French and he's like, I don't think you're. I'm who you. You think got I the wrong am, person. Blah, blah, blah. And they like pull him in the car, give him champagne, they go drive off and they take him to this cool party and he starts like. Looking around all confused, like, what's... This feels weird. What's wrong with this party? And, like, everyone's in, like, flapper outfits. And, yeah, like, it looked like a There's a guy party. playing the piano, playing this old song that's really famous, but, like, he's just playing the piano, and, like, mm-hmm. he starts, like, so he runs into this crazy woman named Zelda. She's not crazy! Well, I mean, like... She's a little crazy. <laughs> she's, like animated she's very animated she's, she's not really a American. cartoon she's not like one of these like cool french people she's like yeah. flighty and like outlandish and he's like she's like oh let me get scott over here to come talk to you and he's like scott <laughs> zelda he's like scott fitzgerald this is weird so then uh then one of our favorite human beings ever not a chris He's one of the Toms of Hollywood. He's, he's Tom like, Hiddleston comes over with his little center part and finger waves. Oh, <laughs> he's so great. And I love that he's paired with Alison Pill. Yes. And oh who, God, I like, her. I really only know from Scott Pilgrim. Oh, that's so funny. Isn't that random? I know her originally from Dan in Real Life, and then she was also on this show on HBO called, I think, The Newsroom or something. Or Oh, maybe. It was really good. Yeah. It's a very good show. It ended too soon. But yeah, I know her as the drummer from Scott Pilgrim, and then <laughs> yeah. she shows up as Zelda Fitzgerald, like, hanging out with like, Tom Hiddleston, and I'm like, what, what? are you doing? <laughs> this is so weird. But, so he discovers that, like, he meets, like, the Fitzgeralds, he meets Cole Porter, like, he's dancing with, like, this famous dancer from the 20s, and he's somehow transported back into the 1920s in Paris, which he thinks is the best era Yes. For, it's like, creativity and all these things, and so, like... He's meeting all of his idols. He's meeting all of his idols, and so he keeps coming back every night to the at midnight to the same, like, stoop, because he, like, it blows his mind mm-hmm. that he's able to meet and, like, talk to all these people that he's so inspired by. Yeah. And there are so many so, references oh to God. people. Oh, my gosh. I don't even know. He How meets, many? Like, there were references that I was like, oh, I didn't yeah. catch that, I didn't catch he that, meets, I didn't catch that. Um, so, Picasso, because the woman that he runs into is dating Picasso. Mm-hmm. He, was it, I forget who she'd been with before that. Um, I don't know. We meet Hemingway, Gertrude Stein. Um, Dali. Dali. Man Ray. Um, <laughs> Manatee. <laughs> <laughs> Did I say Hemingway? Because we yeah. definitely meet Hemingway. We, we so. We so meet I want to meet. He- I am enrolled in the Hemingway. <laughs> <laughs> if that is what Hemingway looked like, I'm in. <laughs> yeah. He seems like the most like ridiculous guy to be around. Though. Oh, just like the he's worst. Like super. T- he's like toxic masculinity personified. Yes. That would be so hot. <laughs> <laughs> to make out with. Dude. Like, jerks? Don't worry about it. <laughs> Sometimes. I don't need to go there. I've dated some jerks, and they just, they're good at kissing and stuff. Just good. <laughs> like, sometimes they're good kissers. <laughs> they're selfish all the time, but, like, it's really, it can be really hot, and it's really sad. <laughs> That's 
that's it. That's what I don't like about the kid from Kingsman. He's just like a jerk. Oh. That's why I'm conflicted. It's not because he's a child. It's really just... <laughs> oh my God, I just made it all worse again. No, it's because he like... He, he plays like a dumb jerk kid, but you're like, man, you're really attractive. Why? It's like very... Okay, that's the conflict I'm experiencing. Okay. I finally nailed it. Glad you came around to that. Yep. I was like, did I say something wrong again? No, nailed it is an appropriate statement in <laughs> yes, that moment. It Got it. Okay, cool. So Hemingway, yeah. same thing, same deal. That <laughs> actor is beautiful. He played such a good jerk in this movie that you're like, this guy's the worst. And I'm really uh, turned on by it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think who else they Oh, no, I referenced. am a Nez. Uh, okay, don't worry about it. Yeah, but Paul and Hemingway were very different. Were they? Were they? But were they? They both knew everything. I'm, but I'm pretty Hemingway sure reminds Hemingway, me of my friend Damon. <laughs> I think Hemingway knew he was a jerk and leaned into it. Yeah. And Paul was convinced he was a good guy. Yeah. I'm a nice guy. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> no. Yeah. Okay. So he's going. So Gil's going back and forth in time. Yeah. And he's a writer. He's working on this book about a guy who works in a nostalgia shop, which yeah. is like gibberish to them because they don't understand that nostalgia is them. referring to young of time before them, yeah, after them, yeah, it's something. Was that so, not a word then? No, it was. But okay. like when he referenced nostalgia, it was for like the 1950s, which right. hadn't happened yet for right. them. And they were like, what? And they were like, this is very science fiction like. <laughs> <laughs> oh, how interesting. Yeah, they're like, this is bizarre, but we understand it still. So like, like, we get it. We're all writers. So he take like Gertrude Stein, like reviews his stuff, and like. She's so cool. I love Gertrude Stein. Like. The Kathy Bates. The Kathy Bates Gertrude Stein is like. I just want to like hang out with her. She sounded awesome. Kathy Bates seems like just like the coolest lady. I feel like she always plays like the coolest characters. Yeah, we're just like, that woman is like cool and tough, down to earth. I'm here for it. Yeah. You know what I really (laughs) like her in is Dragonfly. Did we ever talk about Dragonfly? No. Um, We'll have to watch it sometime. Okay. I want to watch Misery. I haven't watched that. This is a Kevin Costner movie from He's the He's also 90s. conflicting for me. <laughs> My mom and I love this movie. And it's sort of like a, not really a thriller, but a lot of like, there's a lot of like jump scares and like weird stuff that happens. Mm. And she plays his like cool neighbor. Oh. Yeah. Oh, She's cool. awesome. Anyway. Kathy Bates. Kathy Bates for we the like win, her. everybody. Yeah. I highly recommend Kathy Bates <laughs> as a person. Go for it, Kathy Bates. <laughs> Take it away, Kathy Bates. <laughs> She's not here right now, but... <laughs> if she was, she'd be taking it away. <laughs> she would know that's her cue, because I gave her that cue. <laughs> you did. I'm, I'm cueing her up. Okay, so, back to the <laughs> movie. So he is visiting the 1920s, and he meets, I forget the character's name, but played by... Marion Cotillard? Marion Cotillard. Okay. Yes. Yes. 
who I 100% thought was a golden era actress <laughs> when I heard her name and realized she's a contemporary human being. Yes! Oh, <laughs> she's so perfect. And she's perfect in this role, too, as, like, the muse for all of the, like, weird artists. And I'm obsessed with her. <laughs> she's lovely. She was, like, in vogue, and I read every word of that article. <laughs> all of it. Yeah. Yeah, so she's he, perfect. He like runs into her at all these parties and things, and like kind of starts falling in love with her. Mm. Even though yep. he's engaged to Inez, but at one point he says, like he has Valium that he gives to Zelda yeah. at one he point. Gives Zelda Fitzgerald giving, Valium, yeah, because she's and having a panic attack. She's having a panic attack, and he's like, "Oh, then they ask him like, do you carry medicine all the time?'" He was like, "No, just." After I got engaged to Inez and started having panic attacks, and I was like, that's... <laughs> that's that's maybe a bad sign. That is a red flag. One time, <laughs> I started a new job. Yeah. And the advice I was given by the people currently working there was that uh, I should uh, go get a prescription for anxiety medication now. And oh. I was like, oh, I don't think I'll need it. And by the end of the job, I was in my doctor's office like, so I think I need anxiety medication. Wow. And she said... My doctor is an amazing human being, and she goes, it sounds like you need a new job. <laughs> I was like, got it. Mm. So I went back six months later and was like, I started a business and I'm less stressed out now? I don't know what happened. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I opened a business and I have less stress. Um, so that's interesting. Yeah. She's like, great. Well, cool. So yeah, anxiety medication. Yeah. For the win. So, you know, <laughs> that's how their relationship is going. Yes. I um. have been there. <laughs> Yeah, so as the movie goes on, like, he's spending more time in the 20s, and, like, she's increasingly becoming more awful. Uh, and just, like, dismisses wait, him. Wait. Inez. And I was like, who, wait, I know who you're talking about. I wasn't sure if you said it or not. Because no, I wasn't I listening didn't. to you. <laughs> it's not cool. true. It's not true. <laughs> what? So, yeah. <laughs> I'll listen to it when, on Monday. <laughs> Yeah, so, like, their relationship is just getting, like, more awkward. Yeah. Because she's Man. so dismissive of him all the time. At one point, she shushed him. Yeah, she, yes. Like, in uh, public, like, sh ooh. I'm trying to listen to Paul talk right now, and you're just like, uh, lady. Oh. I'm, I'm terrified. I'm, I'm, I'm scared of her. I'm scared of women like her. I'm scared of being woman like her like she this character for me Rachel McAdams character for me really represents all of the things that I'm afraid of being in my relationships because I can be really controlling and dismissive and very like on task yeah. about things to the point where I've like actively hurt men in my life oh, no. not quite to this <laughs> extent but I mean it's been a lot to of to make him want to go to a different era because you're so terrible um <laughs> well <laughs> I mean, I've dated a writer before, <laughs> and I had this, I mean, I watched this movie, and I'm like, boy, that feels eerily similar to oh, how no. I have been irresponsible in relationships. Oh, no. This is a far more dramatic version, of course, <laughs> like, he didn't, like, take off, and was like, I'm gonna go hang out with people who aren't, maybe he did, I don't know. <laughs> you know what? I don't know. I didn't see him all the time. I have no idea. Maybe, maybe I'm not gonna make it. Maybe he walked the streets of Columbus at midnight and, was, I and he went like, back to like 
He, he went back to like going out with Christopher Columbus. No, he would never. That guy was uh, also, the worst. <laughs> anyway. So, yeah. I mean, if anything, we he would go back and hang out with Hamilton because. Oh, man. Oh, man. How do I go back in time and hang out with Hamilton sure? and the Schuyler sisters? Or do you want to hang out with Lin-Manuel? Well. Because <laughs> there's a difference. <laughs> I want to go back in time and grow up with Lin-Manuel Miranda and be best friends. Okay. That, that sounds That's my idealized world. Cool. Because I'm living in Washington Heights as a child. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, hey, I also came from Puerto Rico. Who, who knew? <laughs> <laughs> what up, Lynn? That got a little stalkerish. <laughs> so we'll, Not uh, any less than So we'll move on. <laughs> so we'll keep talking about uh, yeah. Rachel McAdams' character. Yeah. She's so, she's a tough cookie to swallow, man. She is. So he's hanging out with Marion Cotillard's character. Cotillard. I, I keep pronouncing it wrong. Yeah, you're really messing that up. I it's know. not billiards. <laughs> I was going to let you say it's it. It's billiards. Every time. <laughs> my French is not up to par. I took two years of French. I did, too. Oh. I took plenty of French. I don't know what my deal is. Duolingo, man. Download that app. <laughs> So anyway, they're hanging out, and as they're hanging out one day, a carriage comes past, a horse-drawn carriage, and someone yells out for them to get in, and they're like, okay. So they get in this carriage and end up going back to her idealized time, which is the 1890s Paris. Yeah. They went, like, Inception style, like, down a couple layers. Yeah. (laughs) Which so. is funny, because Marin Cotillard's in it. <laughs> <laughs> so, they end up in the 1890s, and they're at some fancy party. I forget. They're dancing. I don't know. He, she's like, I know where we want to go next. And they go to the Moulin Rouge in the <laughs> 1890s. And, like... Can-can dancers. There's all these can-can dancers. And then they see Toulouse the Trek over Ooh. on the side by himself, because he would always go there by himself. Did he? Is that a thing he did? Mm-hmm. Historically? Yeah, because he would paint the, like, and do drawings of the... Of the oh, um, of the can-can of dancers. Of the can-can dancers and of the Moulin Rouge, and the posters from a lot for the Moulin Rouge that he did. Oh, cool. Okay. Yeah, yeah okay. So, like, that was uh, a thing that he did. I'm so there. glad that you're here for this, because <laughs> I would have been like, I, I mean, I know that name. He sounds like a mouse. <laughs> Like, I would have thought, like, he was from Ratatouille. <laughs> well, that is also set in Paris. I know. <laughs> God, I was fitting in all the Pixar movies yeah, today. Boom. <laughs> Cars. All the bad Pixar movies. All the, like, second level ones like, that are just, oh, like... Like, B-list <laughs> Pixar. I mean, they're still, like, better than most movies, but... Yeah. Anyway. So, they end up at the Moulin Rouge, and they're having dinner with Toulouse the Trek, and... Degas and some other artists come over. I don't remember who the other guy was. They were French. And start talking to them about all these things. And they refer, they talk, complain about how this era, like, no one has any imagination and we could wish we could go back to the Renaissance. Mm. And so it's like this thing that everyone is dissatisfied with. And Gil explains this to her at one point. Like, everyone's dissatisfied with their present and think that the past. Yeah. Has all the answers. But that's not reality. And yeah. she, in that moment, chooses to stay in the past. 
instead of going back to the reality of the future. Of the past. Yeah. Days of future past. <laughs> yeah. No. Oh, God. Yeah, it was, yeah, the time travel got. Yeah. They kept so, the time travel very simple. Yeah. Which I was glad. Yeah. I was like, okay, at least I can swallow the time travel here. Yeah. So she, <laughs> so the whole reason she was in Paris was because she wanted to study under Coco Chanel and do mm. costumes. And they asked her to come back in the 1890s and work with them on the ballet, which was just coming into, like, its golden era. Yeah. Which is why she wanted to stay in the 1890s. Yes. The one thing that gets really confusing is that he finds basically her diary in the present that mentions him in the 1920s, even though she technically lived most of her life in the 1890s. We won't go into detail of all of oh, that. Oh, <laughs> totally. This is the second time I missed. No, I picked it up the first time and missed that the second time. Yeah. I was working on a spreadsheet. Yeah. It was that whole section. You're just like, this is confusing. You're like, what is happening? How did he just happen to find a random book that was her diary? Oh, like, in a book, in an old bookshop. Yeah. That was, got it. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You're like, that's, but. Yeah. Whatever. I'm not going to worry about yeah, it. Yeah, it's confusing. Why didn't someone's, like, granddaughter have it? I don't know. They sold it in a stop, like a little kiosk. So, Paris. here's... Okay, so because I watched the Titanic recently, I'm wondering why all these people weren't on the Titanic. Because it was the same time period, and I'm going to stop there. <laughs> I'm like, wait! Wait, but what didn't... The Titanic was, like, 19... 19- wasn't Kathy Bates a character in the <gasps> Titanic? <gasps> Isn't she Molly Brown? It's the Bates verse. <laughs> we should be doing her movies. Oh. There's another spin-off podcast we need to do. Oh, we'll just get them. Just all Kathy Bates all the time. <laughs> this, is, this is all Kathy Bates all the time. This is the called the Kathy Bates Badass Cast. I'm so good at making up podcasts. I need to start giving these out to people. I know. Like, here, you make a podcast. We'll I'm start our like, own podcast network. We are viewing party that leans, lends itself to so many So many spin-offs. things. Oh, man. One of these days, I am really going to start that Colin for the spinoff podcast. I'm working on it. Whatever that means, do it. Yeah. Are you, well, what happens when you're done with Colin Firth's um, stuff. It'll just be a short-term podcast. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. I forget that those are a thing. Yeah. Or it'll just be... I don't need to brainstorm on the current podcast. <laughs> yeah, let's do that. Let's <laughs> let's make sure they listen to that. <laughs> We've already had two tangents to edit uh, out. <laughs> it'll be great. It'll be great. Okay. So, so yeah. So, she stays she in the past. She stays in the 18- She stays in the in past, past. past. Yeah. She stays and he, in the, yeah, he goes back to the present. Yes. And basically is like, okay, Inez. We done here. This is dumb. Clearly we don't. Oh, no, that's what it is. So oh. He goes back to Gertrude Stein and she's like, I can't believe that like the super naive character doesn't realize his fiance is having an affair right in front of his eyes. And he's like, no, it's denial. Like <laughs> he knows it. Yeah. Because clearly the main character is right. a, like, self-insertion of the writer. Of course. So he goes back to the present and is, like, confronts Inez about having an affair with Paul. She's like, no, what would give you that idea? Okay, yes, I did have an affair with Paul. Get over because it. Because he speaks French and is fancy and rich like our people. Yeah, I guess. she's like, she's like, like, maybe it's the, like, 
romance of the city or whatever. She's like, but it was just a few nights and you'll put it in perspective when we get home and you'll just deal with it and get over it. Yeah. And he, which is. What? Terrible. Which is what? Yeah. Like, I, mean, I can't. It was bad enough that he was like. Base, practically having an affair with this woman from the past. No, he had an affair. I mean, it's an emotional yeah. affair and it's an affair. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But like, that was bad enough. Right. And then she admits to having an affair and is like, it's no big deal, get over it. Like, why don't you just get over it? Like, of course you're not going to leave me. <sighs> yeah. And he's like, no, actually. No, I'm going to do it. I'm just going to stay here and you can go home. I'm just going to stay in Paris. Yeah. Like, if I hate it here, then I'll, you know, then I'll come back. And she's like, well, to who? Oh, and then her parents. Oh, God, her parents. So this character, her character throughout the whole thing just keeps saying things like, Daddy's right about you, something insulting. Mom was right about you. Yeah. Something insulting. They, like, insult him to his face. Like. All the time. It's so, they're the most bizarre human beings I've ever, like, I can't even imagine being in, like, their lives <laughs> and speaking to people the way that they do yeah. and like talking it's always, about it's always the maid when something's like, oh, stolen yeah. You're like why do you always cheap? side with the help like what kind they of they were gonna buy a twenty thousand dollar chair yeah it looked like a high chair for grown people <laughs> and he's like what he's like we're trying to keep expenses down like okay. what <laughs> i don't i don't even know what like yeah. that is like this is a whole slew of people that I could only sort of relate to. Yeah. Just in their ways of, like, being awful. <laughs> Everything else. I was like, I don't understand where your life <laughs> looks like that. So, yeah, at the end of the movie, we see Gil. So they break up. Yeah. He's it's all good. out wandering around Paris, and he runs into the girl that runs a literal nostalgia stand, basically. Who's um, actually a French model. Yeah. Who in like some flea market that they've been visiting sells like old records and things yeah and he runs into her on the sidewalk and they are like oh hey i remember you yeah they've chatted a few times they became familiar and then it starts raining and they walk home in the rain yeah in the fake in the movie rain that didn't rain on their faces just on their backs yeah (laughs) clearly (laughs) on a bridge that was a realistic thing yeah that they're like out on a bridge on the water and there's no wind Nope, no wind. Movie rain. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the movie's over, and then it's and then we're done. So yeah. I guess he found a you know someone to walk with. Yeah, which is actually kind of cute that he like found someone yeah. to, like walk with like, at night. Yeah, like he tried to show his fiance, and she was not having it. Right. Can you imagine if she'd gone back in time? She would have hated it. She would have been. She would have really made a scene. She, and, she was wearing a drop she waist. She and Zelda that, probably would have, like... <laughs> I had a cat fight. Cat fight. <laughs> it would have been ridiculous. Zelda. And then Toulouse-Lautrec would have painted it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. So there's there's that movie that's, that's pretty much what went down. So what do you think of this movie? I, um, I like it a lot better the second time, and I totally... I The message makes more sense. Whatever was going on, I, like, didn't absorb the movie that much the first time. Like, I I think I just wasn't in the headspace to deal with time travel. Right. I was just like, I don't get where he's going. Yeah. I was like, so the tr- city transforms, or it doesn't, or can... Yeah. Is it only him? Is it other people? Like, I, I wasn't... Yeah. I, I, had a, I have a lot of, like, universe questions, <laughs> 
as always. Yeah. I'm like, can Doctor Strange get in? <laughs> like, I don't know. I just, I don't know. <laughs> I yeah. just want Benedict Cumberbatch and Tom Hiddleston to be together. In really like period costumes, because that would be great. Oh, man, that'd we'll be so it. fun. See, you just need, <gasps> you need... But they're both in the Marvel universe, so we know it's happening. But you need Marvel, you, Marvel, you need <sighs> Benedict from Atonement, even though he played, like, a super jerk in that movie. But, like... Again, conflict. Yeah. But it was close to the same era, and Oh, yeah, it was. Let's put them all in one big movie together. <laughs> Let's not do that. No. Um... The worst idea I've had <laughs> is maybe that. Like, let's put all these characters that have no business interacting with each other in a movie and just see what happens. That's called improv, everybody. Yep, it is. Uh, <laughs> it's called Whose Line Is It Anyways? Um, no, I think I, I liked this movie a lot better the second time. I I totally see why you own it. Yeah. Like, like, this is one of your movies. Yeah. It makes perfect sense. I'm still not a fan of Owen Wilson. However, I couldn't really, like, cast anybody else in my brain. Yeah, like, I'm not... The only person I could come up with that would be, like, sort of maybe was mm-hmm. Zach Braff. Yeah! I was like, yeah, yeah, he yeah. He might be able to do it, but he's a little too, like, cynical. Well, he was also in Garden State and was pretty, like, yeah. chill about stuff. Yeah. So maybe that, but I was like... Maybe. Nah. Maybe. They tried to do that with... Orlando Bloom in Elizabethtown and yeah. like it only kind of worked because he's like really really good looking <laughs> so you were like I don't believe you man yeah I just you don't... needed the more like yeah. Owen Wilson type yeah you need like a normal dude what if what if Steve Zahn could play <gasps> Steve Zahn could probably do this <laughs> do you think he auditioned <laughs> no we need to ask him I'm not sure <laughs> I don't think he would have fit in in the other eras as well as Owen Wilson did, for some reason. Yeah, no, yeah, that makes sense. Owen, yeah, it was weird. Owen kind of blends. Like, Leonardo DiCaprio could have done it in a weird way, but again, like, he's a little too... like, too noticeable. But he was, like, in an F. Scott Fitzgerald book movie, which would have been really weird. Yeah. Yeah, that would have been weird. That would have, like, taken me out a whole lot. Yeah, like, it's the weirdest thing that as much as I don't, like him and as much as I'm like upset that Rachel McAdams wasn't just like the sweetest human being ever mm-hmm. like I was like you this movie was very 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 well cast yes it was like remarkably yes, was. well cast and I remember it getting nominated for a lot I think it won um costuming I would that year that. I, I feel like look. it did don't quote me yeah I say that but I'm here being quoted it's, it's fine okay it's I'm okay. in public <laughs> um let's just check I do. I like this movie. I really, I think it's interesting that, like, they've taken a, so Rachel McAdams' character, I think, in a sense, really does mean well Mm -hmm. in that she's, like, she wants her fiancé to, like, have a stable job and... She's like, if you she work in holiday, she wants. She's like, yeah. she knows what she's up to. I don't know that she does anything for a living. I'm not clear on that, but she, yeah. you know, wanders around and tells people what to do. She's efficient, if not mm-hmm. effective, mm-hmm. but she's efficient and she's like timely and she's organized and she like knows what's going. Like she has a schedule about things and she's on task all the time and like she's very clear on what she wants and she's going to like get exactly what she wants and. She, like, 
I think wants her future husband to do well. Mm-hmm. And so is like, we can just move to like Malibu and you can work in Hollywood and you can write for this and write for that. Like if you get these writing jobs, like you'll have a secure future and mm-hmm. it'll, it'll give her the standing of standard of living that she wants. And he can also find some success. She's looking past his fulfillment in mm-hmm. the process, mm-hmm. which is exactly what I found myself doing is like stifling people in my life because Aww. of like my drive for my own success yeah. and like my need to go be fulfilled in lots of places I have in the past, like set others aside. I'm like, well, if you just do this, that may not make you the happiest, but it'll make you money. And that's secure. Like in my mm-hmm. mind, security yeah. was always a thing before yeah. where I was like, I need to be secure. And she's just looking to secure her future is what she's up to, even if it means spending $20,000 on a chair, you know, but like, that's the standard of living that she's accustomed to. Mm -hmm. And that's the standard of living that she is going to have. Yeah. Regardless of like, who's injured in the process. Yeah. And not in like a real go getter way that's inspiring, but in a way that's like, she's just going to do it. And that's like, there isn't any other discussion about it. Mm -hmm. So I understand what her character is up to. And it like, is unlikable as she is she's not someone that you're like boy I've never been anyone like that you're Mm -hmm. like I see this character like I totally understand what's going on for her and why she's making all these choices and the same on his side where at first I want to be like here we go dopey Owen Wilson again being just lazy and like a victim to everything and Mm -hmm. letting circumstances run his own life and it's the weirdest thing that in his search for escapism he like faces his reality yeah and yeah. he finally is like oh this is actually what I'm dealing with and I don't need to deal with that anymore that's not like yeah. he learns to put his foot down by mm-hmm. like in while he's out trying to get away from it all yeah which is really kind of an interesting character development that occurs he's mm-hmm. like oh like I can you know escape when I want to and go get inspiration from these people that I admire and that's not real life for me like Mm -hmm. that is like I can't keep avoiding the truth yeah by like in my search for truth Mm -hmm. why I made that really deep you did boom nice boom midnight in Paris it got real deep this movie's deeper than I think it is like on the outside you're like oh a pretty movie about the 20s and artists and like how fun and like imagination and you're like oh man this is something that we all do is I idolize you know like Make America great again. And it's like, okay, cool. But like you're idolizing something that isn't and it can never be true ever again. Like the the whole point of nostalgia is that it's like a candy coated version of what. Yes. Like you're seeing it through rose colored glasses. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what he discovered writing a book about nostalgia and then going to Mm -hmm. the past. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, it's really good. It was well cast. It was well done i mean you know it's a little heavy-handed on all of that but like and i mean you do still have the classic like i'm an intellectual guy who's (laughs) creative and can do whatever i want yeah i'm the best like Mm -hmm. i mean he didn't have a manic pixie dream girl thank god like there was a touch of it there was like a like a a a pixie dusting (laughs) going on But, but i mean she wasn't running around like zany and like, come go have adventures with me. She was just like, no, we're going to go do this thing. We're just going to hang out and spend time together and see what happens. And then go to the 1890s. And then and then it became a little, 
Like, <laughs> let's go have an adventure. And he's like, no, I'm having an adventure right now. Like, if you leave, then why am I here? <laughs> like, wait, 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 wait. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. I mean, you could go hang out with Kathy Bates some more, frankly. I mean, I'd do that. She's so cool. Oh, Kathy Bates. And she knew all the coolest people. I know. She just, like, spent, like... Like, she was the mentor to Hemingway. Like, what? That rocked my world. Yeah. She's cool, man. I need to learn more about her as a real person. I know. Let's do that. Okay. And manatees. <laughs> Let's not... Yep, I'm gonna stop okay. my sentence. <laughs> Sounds good. So, yeah. So, that's my takeaway. Yeah. Tony Channing Tatum's... Well, actually, here's my real question. If you... Is there a time period that you idolize? Idealize? And that you're like, boy, I'd love to go back there. Probably... The late 60s, early 70s. Oh, Because yeah. I love the, like, mid-century modern and, like, kooky floral 70s <laughs> kind of stuff. Yeah. Like, I am super into that, like, late Mad Men era kind yeah. of stuff. Yes. Um, would I want to live there? No. No! It was a bad time for women. No, not at all. And, you know, like, lots of things. Like, it just wasn't necessarily a great time to be in, but, yeah. like, I love it for the fashion and the pretty and, like, all the things that are the rose-colored glasses section and not yeah. the, like, actual reality. Because, like he pointed out, when they were talking about the 1890s, he was like, why would you want to be here? They don't have medicine. Like, <laughs> they don't have any of these things. Like... Like, you don't have penicillin. Like, <laughs> like, like you're going to die of, like, a whooping cough. Like, like, there's things that, like, oh, clearly we have progressed, like, mm-hmm. to a better place. But at the same time, mm-hmm. yeah. All we did is wander around and shop and blab about how much we know about things. Yeah. Ugh. Um, if I were to answer my own question, I don't, yeah. I don't know that I really have a time that I, like idealize that much mm-hmm. I mean I guess you know Hamilton has made me idealize a little bit about <laughs> like what would it have been like to be in a rap battle with the founding fathers <laughs> not quite the same <laughs> um, probably not as ex- well maybe just as exciting I don't know <laughs> I would love oh man I would love to know if they actually rapped ever if they like if that was a thing that was going down not like in the same way but like say, if no. that <laughs> anyways I don't know, but like that, if that kind of it was the letters that they wrote back and forth, it would probably be yeah. the equivalent. Yeah. Um. <laughs> no, there's not really. I've always been the person. There's there's never been like an a time period in real time that I would ever go back to. I've you always would go been, back to a fictional time. I would go to like fictional things. Like I would always mm-hmm. perf- I would always prefer to go to like Middle Earth or something. Yeah. Or, like, my preferences of, like, escapism have always been things that aren't real and could never be real, where Mm -hmm. there's, like, dragons and stuff. Like, I want to go hang out in, like, Hogwarts or something. Like, it's always, like, way out in fiction and never a, like, boy, I'd love to, like, see what this... There are people in the world that I would love to, like, you know, be a fly on the wall for what was, like, happening. Yeah. But there's not really a time period... In the real world that I'm like, boy, that's the one. Interesting. Um, so I like, so of course I like to watch like things like Westworld where they like take you back into Western times, mm-hmm. but it's still a total, 
a total fictional reality. Like, I mm-hmm. like things like that. That, like, even if you are going back in time, it's, like, a totally fictional version of real time. Like, I don't really care to actually go back in the past ever. It's weird. Maybe mm-hmm. that's a thing. Maybe that's a thing. I want to, like... Analyze uh, that a little? Yeah, a little bit. Not on the podcast, because yeah. I do that a lot. But I would prefer to, like, um, uh, have, like, distance travel much faster. Like, I usually want to mm-hmm. go somewhere now mm-hmm. and see it right now. Like, I'd love to go to France, like, tomorrow. Yeah. Or, like, hop on a bullet train to France would be cool. Yeah. And have it actually go as fast as a bullet. Like, that's the kind of stuff that I want to have happen. Not, yeah. like, flip around in time quite as much as I want to, like... Just go see things that are going down right now. Interesting. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Things like that. So, if it's in the real world, I just want to get there quickly. It's in a fiction... I And I want to, like, time travel around fictional worlds. That's what I... That's what the... That's where I am. Okay. As far as escapism goes. How many Channing Tatums does this movie get? Oh, God. I don't even know how to... Rate that well, one. Well, how many Tom Hiddleston's? Okay. <laughs> it's got plenty of Tom Hiddleston's because yes. of finger waves. But <laughs> <laughs> so the movie Public Enemies. Yes. That was in America in the nineteen twenties and thirties. Yeah. Has Channing Tatum in it. <gasps> so oh, he's yeah. played a gangster type in the same era. That's so weird. So I could see him being in one of the parallel time things in this movie. Yeah, totally. Oh, man. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Is this in the Tatumverse? No, sadly. Oh. But Public Enemies is. But yeah! (laughs) Okay, great. We'll get to that at some point where he's in a gangster suit for the movie. (laughs) Woohoo! I totally forgot he was in that movie. I I still know because I have the list of Channing I was still on a Johnny Depp kick then. Um, I'm going to give this movie three and a half Channing Tatums. I think that's fair. Yeah. It's a nice movie. It's yeah. not a movie I want to watch all the time. No. Because I got really anxious. Yeah. During, why was I anxious? I was super like freaking out. Oh, it was the earrings. It was oh, the earrings scene where he yeah. was going to gift his fiance's earrings to Marion Cotillard. And yeah. I was like, oh no, she's going to find out. And I was panicking. I get freaked out by stuff like that. Yeah. Three and a half Tatum sounds good. Yeah. It's nice. It's a soft movie. It's a lot of soft lighting. Mm-hmm. A lot of drop wastes. Mm-hmm. I hate drop wastes. You have to be the right body type for them, and I am not. There's no such thing. They just look funny to me. I mean, yeah. I mean, if you watch Downton Abbey, then you're suddenly like, boy, that's fabulous. Right. But like... <laughs> you put it on anyone else and I'm like why did you do that I know, <laughs> like, I, know. I don't it understand only, it really only suits certain people I don't get it I never got it but I mean I get I, I don't know it's it's whatever it's a thing it yeah. was a thing and it happened and it'll it's come back a little bit like here and there yeah. it'll come back it'll, it'll come back again sometime. it'll pop up pop up again here and there yeah. overalls are back so it's only a matter of time yeah I know oh, it's fine <laughs> do we mean it um is there anything else? Yeah. Is there any, any closing remarks? I don't think so. Escapism. I like movie. Yeah. Yeah. I like. It feels like a movie you might like play in the background on maybe a rainy day or something. Yeah. Like something you don't really like sit 
Yeah. Like something you just sit down with with like hot cocoa and you're like, it was funny and cute and yeah. there's I like fun like references. For the and, references and yeah. for the time travel part. Yeah. Like I don't really care about the modern Paris story all that much. I'm really more absorbed. I was more absorbed in the modern stuff because it was freaking me out. I was like, oh no, I don't want to so be that woman. It's interesting how we keep having like opposite reactions to things. <laughs> and I'm, I'm glad. Except that it Kathy out Bates. That way. It's true. Sorry. Kathy Bates! <laughs> Take it away, Kathy! <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, so that's what's up. Yeah. Cool. Are we ready to like plug some stuff, I guess? Yeah. Um, let's plug some stuff. I am uh, starting a brand new podcast. It is yeah, coming out in October. I can finally talk about it. We recorded the first two episodes. Nice. What's it called? It is called Columbus Cares. It is a podcast where uh, Travis Kendall and I are interviewing uh, people who run not-for-profit organizations in Columbus. Cool. So we're really all about – we know that Columbus is a very caring city Mm -hmm. and that it has a lot of, like, nonprofits and, like, a lot of really amazing people doing really incredible work. Mm-hmm. And the question that has come up for me when people talk about their organizations or whatever it is they're fundraising for is like, well, why do you care about it? Not in a cynical way. Like, why would you care? But like, yeah. why do you care? Yeah. And then like, I really want to figure out like, why, why should I care? Not again, not in a cynical way, but it's like, well, why should we care about it? Like, why do mm-hmm. you care? What's your story? Yeah. So it's a storytelling podcast and we're really looking at who is the person who founded it? How did they come? Like what mm-hmm. happened from like seeing a need to meeting a need? Yeah. Like what was the bridge? Like how did mm-hmm. that happen? And then looking at like, well, what's your vision for your organization? Like where are you taking it? And what do you need right now? So yeah. we can get some, like, immediate support for people who are up to really, really big things in the city. Nice. So Columbus Cares. It is coming to a podcast near you. Um, it's Travis Kendall and I. He's awesome. Uh, I got to sit down and actually interview my podcast partner for the first episode, and it was really cool nice. and really, really fun. He's, like, a like massive human being and like this guy's gonna go so many places in life and it's such an honor to work with him so columbus cares uh check it out we are launching i think it's october 8th wow that's soon first wednesday in october um like next week oh my god oh my god i'm really excited about it um it's gonna be every other week is when we're gonna be releasing and they're gonna be like pretty like good long like hour and a half episodes it's a really nice like when you have some stuff to get done, uh, listen to some people like local to you tell yeah. stories about what they're up to. I'm really excited. It's a, like kind of a passion project that I've had for a while, and we're finally making it a thing. Nice. Yeah, it's super exciting. So that's what we're up to. Um, we're also part of the Lady Pod Squad. Yeah. Uh, you can check us all out on Facebook or on um, uh, what are, or on Twitter. <laughs> On Facebook or on Twitter. I was like, what's the thing with the bird? We put a bird on it. The internet. Twitter. Uh, hashtag put a bird on it. Hashtag Lady Pod Squad. Um, if you are a podcaster and you are a – if you identify as female, I don't know. Yeah. I don't really care. I don't really care. If you, like, would identify anywhere within a ladyhood, like – 
uh, go ahead and tweet us and we can like add you to our Facebook group and add you into our Slack group. Um, lady pod ladies from all over the world making hot, tasty pods. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. So if you, uh, have any feels, I want to know, I really actually am very interested okay. in what era people would want to go back to or yeah. what world they would want to go. Mm-hmm. Like travel, like what's your escapism look like? Yeah. Like what would that be like if you could hop in a car and go somewhere in time or in place, where would that be? So you can tweet us that at Viewing Party Pod. Yeah. You can also find us on Instagram at Viewing Party Pod. Mm-hmm. And you can check out our website for lots of extras. Yeah. Viewingpartypod.com. And uh, is there anything else, Wesley? I don't think so. No, I think that's those are the big things. Besides the like five podcasts we've brainstormed on this podcast. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you can find us uh, at the Columbus Zoo looking at manatees. Yeah. I mean, if you want to go, we'll go with you. Uh, if you want to go to the zoo, please tweet us and we'll make it happen. We will make some. We'll take some folding chairs. I'll make some snacks. It's going to be so good. Like, how are they going to stop us? Other than stopping hey, us. I donated to the manatees. It's yeah. Fine. Say, we're saving the manatees. We're raising awareness. <laughs> we'll just be raising awareness. People are like, who are these crazy women? Like, we love manatees. <laughs> All the other exhibits are closed because it's winter. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, uh, I'm oh, Katie. Yeah. I'm Wesley. And this has been Viewing Party. Party. Take it away, Kathy. Uh, <laughs> I just remembered the Jimmy Fallon photo again. <laughs> <laughs> are you sad?